Australia. Yeah, you're right. I hope so. This is NBA Australia. I am your host, James Clements. I'm the editor of a very good website. It's called CodeBet. Go check that out. Uh, you can see this podcasting mug of mine on Fox Sports Lab NBA as well, or in the paper every single day around this wide brown land of ours. Here in Larry Armour Studios, it's a late, late one for me here. Hanging out. I just wanted to knock one over, uh, free agency-wise, to celebrate the Aussies. While the Aussies are playing cricket. Meanwhile, up on the big screen over there. But either way, uh, I'm just going to hang out real quick, give you the lowdown on the NBA offseason. Bit of free agency. But basically, this is the Aussie free agency bonanza bonus show. We're going to do a massive, massive, massive winners, losers breakdown of every single free agency signing tomorrow. But today, we're just going to talk the bloody Aussies. How good's that? Patty, Florida Joe. I love that. Jock Dante's back. Jack Watson. Dun, 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 dun. He's on the move. Uh, we've got some Dame Lillard. Bit of chaos. We'll do some quick year nars around it all. And then... Uh, piss off again. We'll uh, also have the three best and worst signings so far off the top of my head. <laughs> because it's Sunday night. I'm not going to do a giant amount of prep for it. Tomorrow's show is the big one. But for now, this will uh, tide us all over and just have a look at what the Aussies are up to. As well as some other fun shit. Right, let's get into it. Episode, I believe, 955 of NBA Australia. Let's go. This is Joe Ingalls, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the shark attack! Ah, you better, you better watch out for the gator attacks if you're jingling Joe Ingalls. That's right, Florida Joe. It's probably one of my favourite things I uh, messaged out to the world the other day. Uh, so it's been a pretty chaotic, obviously. What, 72 hours, essentially, of free agency? Or 48, really. But So the, pre, the pre-agency, the as we take Friday's show, it was already popping off, and then off we go. Like You have, essentially, the big names, no one's really doing some moving. And then, you know, except for Fred Van Vliet. But the Dame Lillard news sort of pops off, and you're like, yeah, that's the main event. We've got one guard in the East... James Harden, Fat Man Hoop, uh, Clipper Clan, sure. And uh, out there in the West, you got Dame. And it's kind of like these are the two more sort of giant dominoes to fall. But either way, Florida Joe is probably one of my favorite things. Just the idea of him like, yeah, fuck it. Nah, look, Renee, we're moving the kids and me and everybody. We're just, we're all moving to Florida and just like sitting there wrestling gators. Sitting around in a singlet, shooting the top off his beer. <laughs> Bam! Oh, I fucking love a freshie. I love that. But anyway, let's get into today's show the way we start every show at here at NBA Australia with the daily whip around. Uh, awesome weekend. I just fucking wrote myself off on Saturday night with my uh, with old mate as part of just like literally my uh, birthday dinner. Her and I just going out and just fucking deleting. Just some American barbecue. Fuck me dead. It was... It got a bit epic. 
<laughs> and it was gnarly. And then just the sheer amount of booze. God damn. Anyway, so a slightly dusty gym today, but I hung out with this squid all day. Squid dose as well. And uh, I did the dadly thing, hashtag dad strayer, and uh, was looking after them while old mate, you know, was dealing with a pretty hefty hangover. That's what you get on the big jobs when you're not accustomed to it. Not as piss fit as me. And, uh, you know, then took the squid to a gig out in Northcote, the Savo. He had a fucking great time. A bit of a dance, a bit of a boogie. And while this was all sort of popping off, obviously over the last day and a half, the Aussies all got signed or traded or fucking something. And it was awesome. So let's break this down. The Aussie free agency bonanza, it's all been going on. And, I mean, most of all, it was sort of like the Florida Joe thing pops off, so we can probably just start there, right? Florida Joe, jingling Joe Ingles, leaves the Millie Walker. It's our Gonquin for the good land. Bucks, he heads to the Adelaide of Florida. Orlando. It's not the Adelaide of America. That would be like Oklahoma City. It is, however, the Adelaide of Florida because the rest of the fucking state is psycho. Like... You might go, oh, who's in Tampa Bay, the Adelaide of Florida gym? It's like, no. Orlando is the Adelaide of Florida. It's kind of nice, kind of quiet, pretty chill. It's got some good shit about it. And away you go. The one thing that Adelaide does not have is Disneyland or the Universal Studios. Jingle Joe Ingles, to be honest, if someone went, hey, Jim, here's two years and $22 million. Do you want to come hang out in Florida? I'd be like, uh... I don't know, Ron DeSantis does some fucking weird shit down there, bro. They're like, it's Orlando. I'm like, fuck yeah, I can take my kids to fucking Disneyland all the time. <laughs> I'm Joe Ingalls, bang. So, look, med-level uh, contracts. So, you got to assume, like, there's no details on the contracts at the moment, which is kind of one of those big things for uh, fucking giant nerds like me. Go, go, he's the second year guaranteed. Jingles is the two years, 22 mil it tends to be with the mid-level sort of signings like that, around that 11, 12 mil range, that it's likely a player option. Uh, but with Jingles, it might be a team option because he's pretty fucking old. So, But I do love it. To break down the actual move itself for the Orlando Magic men. Not only is this awesome that we finally have an Aussie, the first Australian to ever play for the Orlando Magic, which now leaves four teams, and it might be three, who have never had an Aussie, which is the Pacers, the Clippers, the Heat, and the Grizzlies. More on that in a second. But I think that's fantastic. But this is it. This is what, when you're in sort of a team on the come up, we've got a number one pick, we've got Palo Bancato, we've got a bunch of young dudes. This is what you need to do. You're going to go get a couple of uh, wise old heads to keep folks in line and not also be hassling for minutes each and every single night. Just teach your boys how to, you know, play the right way. When you've got a fuck ton of young dudes, like us, Cole, Anthony, and Suggs, and co. like that, we've got some, like, high-character dudes as well. Like, Joe is just the fucking perfect dude to put amongst those dudes. I love it. I absolutely love this move from the Orlando perspective. Doesn't bode great for Jingles' uh, I don't know, career aspirations of winning a title. But make your money while you can, Jingles. You know, that's fine. So I think in terms of like the way that you look at that Orlando roster and how Jingles sort of sits in with it, it's pretty good because they have 
on the wing. Essentially, it's Franz Wagner. Hello. And not a lot else. It's Jed Howard, rookie. Uh, it's Franz. Gary Harris. <laughs> There's not much else. Like Chuma Kiki. Like, we're just getting to the point where we go, hang on. They don't have many wings, do they? It's like, no. No, they do not. You got Fultz, you got Suggs, you got Gary Harris, you got Anthony Blacker, who's a really big, um, you know, the rookie, big point guard, combo guard type. And Cole Anthony, you know, is another guard. He's pretty small, lighted up. But, yeah, they don't have that sort of extra swing who can just nail a couple of big threes when needed. So, love it. Absolutely love this for Jingles to uh, just go, hey, Paolo, I'll just fucking set you up, bro. I got you. And off he goes. You want to hang out with my kids? <laughs> on your Florida, Joe. Just wrestling gators. Just, I think there was a comment on one of the uh, facey posts about just security being called to the front door. It's just like Jingles and a gator just sitting there cracking a tin with each other, having fucking wrestled for a couple of hours. Just full Steve, and, Steve Irwin, Joe Ingles. I love this idea. All right, so Florida Joe. Joe Ingles is off to Orlando. Um, he obviously, you know, offers a bit of playmaking off the wing. The three-point shooting. The defense has obviously slipped since the knee injury and just, you know, father time gets us all at some point, doesn't he? So I think Joe is just there to sort of go, boys, we're moving the ball. This is it. We're going to teach you all how to play the right way. That's what we're going to do. Serious. Jamal Mosley's going to be there like, yeah, just listen to fucking Joe. He's a coach on the fucking t- on the on the hardcore, bro. So love that move for the Magic Man. Hurt your heart that maybe Jingles uh, doesn't win the title this year. Uh, but at the same time, it's a tradable contract, and if he sort of sets a nice standard and he plays outside of his skin, they could probably flip him to another contender at the deadline or end of next year. Patty Thrills. Patty Thrills Mills. Uh, well, if we want to go about this in a... Do we want to go... Nah, the fuck it. We'll just go with Patty. So I talked about Patty. Uh, mentioned Memphis. So Patty, the news came out. He's being traded to Houston and a bit of a salary dump by Brooklyn. Uh, they're clearing their decks. They've also sent Joe Harris off to the Detroit Basketball Pistons for a couple of twos. Second rounders, that is. And Patty, look... It's a weird one because then, like, you're hearing reports come across, oh, we might actually be sent on to Memphis as part of the Dylan Brooks trade. I love that so much more. Because Houston, God bless him. It's awesome for Jock Landale, who I'm going to get to in a second, the rooster. Patty, yeah, not so much. Look, they need dudes like Patty on that Houston team. But then they also sign Dylan Brooks. Well, they're also bringing in Dylan Brooks. You can't have a Dylan Brooks on a team and a Patty Mills, I feel. You can have a Ben Simmons and a Patty Mills. But Ben Simmons is the sort of dickhead where you go, oh, this fucking guy. All right, Ben. Dylan Brooks is like, oh, fuck, I hate this guy. I'm just like, you walk into the room and you're like, I'm afraid. (laughs) What's he going to do? It's that workmate where you're just like, oh, just the dread of seeing them when you're in the office, you're like, fucking this... Oh, I hate him so much. Whereas Lewis with Simmons, you're like, all right, here comes Mr. Fucking Do-Nothing. How much more of your work do I have to do today, Ben? Like, that sort of shit. Dylan Brooks is a very different sort of persona. So, yeah, look, if Paddy goes to Memphis, I love that. Suddenly, Memphis have a very (laughs) 
crowded point guard rotation. I mean, maybe Jar will sort that out. Uh, but Jar Morant, Marcus Smart. They're also picking up D Rose. Love that. But also Patty. So look, that's fine because Memphis just needs shooting, 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 shooting. You get a bit of extra shooting, 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 shooting with uh, Jar. <laughs> that's a garden joke. Uh, but also, obviously. They gave Bane the bag, Desmond Bane, over 200 mil for uh, his extension. You'd love to see that. But Smart can shoot, obviously, to a degree. I wouldn't call him a dead eye, but here we are. And Paddy, look, just put him in the right system. He shall thrive. And at least he's out of fucking Brooklyn where Jacques Vaughn hates him because Jacques Vaughn hates Australians. So uh, but if Paddy ends up in Memphis, I love that because we've never had a, an Aussie on the Grizzlies. That would leave only the Pacers, Clippers, and Heat. So let's go. Patty on the Grizzlies. He can hang out with Steven Adams. They can talk about barbecue. It would just be awesome. And this is also probably, hopefully, the Grizzlies going, yeah, look, Jar's a bit of a fucking head case. Um, who should we bring in to just fucking screw his head on prop? Oh, yeah, that's right. Patty Mills. Let's go get that guy. We've pissed off Dylan Brooks because that guy sucks. Uh, let's bring in one of the most beloved Basketball players in history. Love it. So, Patty, look, an extra bit of playmaking off the bench for them. A bit of extra shooting. Just a nice little bit of extra veteran know-how. I fucking love Patty on the Grizzlies. If he ends up stuck on the Rockets, I'd hate that. But maybe you sort of go, okay, you and Fred Van Vliet can be best buds. You can hang out in Houston. But, yeah, if he ends up in Memphis, it's way better. The thing is, the rooster is a rocket. That's right, the rooster rocket. <laughs> Jock Landau, big cock jock. That's right, rock him, sock him, block him, Jock him, Landau. Signs with Houston for four years, $32 million. Now, before you uh, pick your jaw up off the floor there, the first year is only guaranteed. So, <laughs> so uh, bit of a prove-it deal again. But also uh, substantially better than Jock has had, so you'll take it every single time. And we've talked about the fits on some of these teams for the Aussies and what these contracts mean, obviously. And for Rock'em, Sock'em, Block'em, Jock'em, Landau, this is a great fucking landing spot because Ime Yudoka has just gone, we're fucking cleaning house, pal. They're bringing in Al Hefe Green. They sent off Kenya Martin Jr., uh, Dylan Brooks going into Houston. I'm going to talk about this again later with the three best worst signings. Uh, spoiler alert, it's not on the best. Um, <laughs> but Emo Udoka going, yeah, fucking give me the Aussie. Because the Rockets' like big man depth is Alperin Shingoon, and that's it. Basically, it's Boban. I think Frank the Tank ended up there as well. But that's it. It's like Jabari Smith Jr., who I would be fucking going, cool, we're going to play you as a small ball five, but bring in Jock, back up Shangoon. Love it. And the most annoying part for me, if I was Jock Land, I'd be like, what has Drew Eubanks, a.k.a. Drew Banks, got against me? There's two fucking spots where he's just like gone and fucked my shit up. In San Antonio first, he's fucking every time I actually hit the court, I was awesome, but they somehow preferred Drew Eubanks. Phoenix, the same thing. Jock's out. They bring in Drew Eubanks. What the fuck has a man got to do? Uh, but still, the Rooster should have 
plenty of runway to be cock of the walk, I reckon. Um, what did he average? Like six, six and four last year. But you saw in those moments when given a chance where he was just fucking excellent uh, for the Suns. I mean, this dude ended up fucking basically outplaying DeAndre Ayton and taking over the role as starter in Phoenix throughout the playoffs. He was unbelievable. Yeah, the 13 and 5 in their last game. He's out there guarding fucking Nikolai Arkic. Hello. It's 17 and 10 against the Lakers at the arse end of April. He's a gun. Just let Jock cook. Please. <laughs> Come on, Easton. And then the other awesome ones. Dun, 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 dun. Jack White. How good is it? Look, if. Patty sticks with Jock in Houston. I love it because it just means we're getting uh, all these Aussie team-ups because you've now got Jack White joining Giddy Up, Josh Giddy in OKC. Two-year deal, not a two-way uh, deal as well, which is awesome. Uh, love the fit. Love the fit. OKC is a bit wobbly just in general. Like They have just a shit ton of f- players and they are happy to wave, move, whatever, somebody at the drop of a fucking hat. But they've also got what Usman Dang. They've got Jay Lynn Williams. They've got Jeremiah Robinson Earl. They've got the homie Dario Saric, I think. He's still around. They've got Poku. But Jack White plays differently to all of them. Like in that sort of weird hybrid <clears throat> wing big role, right? Uh, so he could definitely carve out a role. Like he averaged like 19 and 6 in the G League, did Jack White. Shot 40% from three. So let's fucking go. I love that Gids is like, yeah, man. Jack White. He's a fucking, he's, a, he's, a, he's got that dog in him. Bring him in, bring him in. Uh, that's not Josh Giddy's voice, uh, <laughs> but I didn't mind that one. Uh, but look, in terms of that OKC roster, they just play dudes all the time. They're always chopping and changing. They brought in a couple of, uh, they brought in what, Vasily Michik, uh from the EuroLeague. But they've got dudes like, yeah, Dang and Williams and Wiggins, Aaron, like Aaron Wiggins, the other one. Uh, Dort, they have all these interchangeable parts. They have, they'll roll out lineups where you're like, hang on a second, is the smallest dude out here like SGA? Jesus. <laughs> is the smallest dude out here like, if SGA is resting, they can have Giddy, Dort, the Williamses and like fucking Chet, whoever. Like, it could be awesome. And Jack White fits perfectly into that because. I mean, he's not giant, 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 but he's big enough. He's got a bit of size. He'll kick your ass, and he can shoot threes. That's fucking great. Let's go, Jack White. So I think if he just gets a little bit of run, he will be laughing. Um, Because, like, I mean, if you think about... I think he would be... Yeah, he's the only NBA champion on this roster. I'll tell you that much. He could go back-to-back. I fucking love OKC this year. Um, but in terms of his, like, what? He had a little bit of a good run with Denver when they sort of rolled him out there, but it was just always at the death. He'll get more opportunity, I think, in OKC. Denver probably could have actually, should have probably kept him, uh, especially with Bruce Brown going, so I don't know what they're going to do. But still, uh, love the fit for Jack White in OKC. He's just got to sort of make sure that he sticks and works his ass off. Uh, he probably will. That's his approach. But yeah, he's the only player on the Thunder with a ring. I love that. Let's go, Jack White, you little fucking beauty. And then finally, 
the coolest, most fun, another pairing of the Aussies announcement today was Dante Sexum Exum. Yes, you little ripper. This was tempered, however, by the seemingly very sad news that his father, Cecil, you might remember him from, uh, I think he won a title. He won a title on the Giants in 89, but yeah, much more famously on the Geelong Supercats, Cecil Exum. Uh, the sad news sort of came out today that he was on life support in the States, um, sort of conflicting reports that he'd already passed. So look, I just fucking hope for the best for the family and that's just horrible fucking news. Like for Dante to have that announced today that he's back in the NBA and then the shit about his dad, you're just like, that's just fucking horrible. So prayers up for the Exums, especially for, uh, you know, Dante going through of what would be an absolute just roller coaster right now. But anyway, look, uh, Dante Exum signing with Dallas. Hey, Jim, that actually means they've got three Aussies on Dallas. <laughs> Kyrie, get it? Yeah, fuck NBA, can't you? Uh, no, look, the one thing that Dallas didn't really have uh, towards the arse end of last year, after moving Dinwiddie to go get Kyrie and obviously losing Brunson, they went from like having, oh, we've got fuck tons of ball handlers, bro. To having, like, not many. <laughs> so, if you bring in Sexum, he's not exactly, uh, you know, the world's fucking best ball handling set up point guard, but he's certainly learnt a fuck ton over in the EuroLeague and shot the piss out of it, too, from three, which would definitely help. Um, but Dallas also picked up Seth Curry and... They just got that little bit extra, you know, deeper. And I kind of love it. I'm going to talk myself pretty heavily into this Dallas team, I think. But Sexton moving there is unreal. Because not only does he give him that sort of extra bit of playmaking and ball handling off the bench, they had Frankie Smokes on that team as well, right? And defensively, Frankie Smokes still isn't exactly where his top-end talent probably should have him at. But he's been fucking good. The problem is, offensively, it's just a horror show. So, if Dante can hit his threes, uh, I think over in the Euro League, he was averaging 20 points, uh, shooting 5.9 free throws. He had 5.1 assists, 1.7 threes a game, 1.3 steals. Oh, that's all per 36 minutes. So, um, And yeah, 38% from three. I think he was 42% across the entirety of the Euro League. So, not bloody bad. So, the cool thing is, you can roll out Exum and Greeny. How good... Is this going to be? This is going to be awesome. Roll out Exum and Greeny. you got the Boomer backcourt. Let's fucking go. The Dallas Boomers. And this is it. We've got, what, a bunch of uh, awesome, awesome Texas trips lined up, don't we, as Aussies? I've already been asked like a shit ton of times, hey, Jim, are you going to do an NBA Australia tour to Texas? And I'm like, I think I might. I'll see what Anstey's up to and just go, let's fucking go to Dallas, man. Your old fucking stomping ground. <laughs> He's like, yeah. Then you could pop up to OKC as well. Go see Gids and Jack White. Might have Jock and Patty in Houston. Dante and Greeny in Dallas. And this is the thing. Dante in Dallas is awesome. Like, between Luca and Kyrie, they should always have a dominant ball handler on the floor anyway. But this is just another really good backup. Gives them another option off the bench. You can hit threes. D up hardcore. 
I mean, I still, every time he like fucking drives, I'm just like, oh my God. He leaves his feet. You're like, oh my God, Dante, you're going to be right. But I think if he plays in the World Cup, he'll come into this fucking NBA season ready and raring to go. Uh, prayers are for Dante. Hopefully he's all right. But seriously, um, so with those pairings, how good is that? Gids and Jack White in OKC. Jock and Patty maybe in Houston. Dante and Greeny in Dallas. Can we send Simo Instagram Benny down to Orlando to hang out with Jingles? I mean, if there's something that's going to fix him, it's hanging out with Patty Mills one year, hanging out with Joey the next. Seriously, you want no pressure as well, Ben Simmons? Here's Orlando. Seriously, spend some time just fucking setting up a fellow number one pick and Balabankato, Franz, Wendell, Mo Wagner. And, I mean, this is already a team that can play with a point guard who can't shoot. Mark L. Fultz. Simple shit. So, I think if we can get the Johnny Isaac contract, Fultz and Gary Harris for Simmons, do you reckon... How quickly does Sean Mark say yes to that? He's like, yes. Oh, bro, that sounds like a good deal. Uh, and like, Orlando, like, uh, do you want any draft picks? Like, no, bro, that's fine. Just send up Fultz and Johnny Ozak and Gary Harris, and that will be fine as a. Eh? Um, get Simo and Orlando, please. Let's do it. All right, there is the Aussie Bonanza, free agency Bonanza. This was awesome. Just to have that rolling across the ticker with Woj and Shams uh, and, you know, Aussie, Aussie Woj, Olgs, just out there, Aldi, Aldi Woj, um, Woj from Wish. <laughs> nah, I fucking love Olgs. Um, but Patty, Jock, Florida Joe, Jack White, Dante, what an awesome day it was, so... I just wanted to jump on, do a quick show about that and talk them out. Um, and so, obviously, the other big news was Dame wanting out. Uh, can we just do a Dame for Harden deal and send Harden to the Clippers and just the Clippers and the Sixers just try to, like, drum up all the change in their pockets and give it to Portland? <laughs> uh, that's a button. <laughs> it's like, mm, Daryl Moore is like, oh, buttons are cool now. Check it out. They're worth lots, trust me. Um, but Dame going, I love it. What a king move. To make Portland commit $160 million bucks to your mate, your shipmate Jeremy, Jeremiah, and then go, oh, yeah, cool. So you signed, yeah, has Jeremy put pen to paper? Yeah, cool, I'm out. I'll see you. <laughs> what an, like, it's a king dick move. It's such a dick move, but it's such a king move. Get your mates paid. I love it. But... This Dame thing, the way he's gone about it is just, it sits, oh, hey guys, look how loyal I am. I'm so loyal. I'm the loyalist of all loyal people. Blake's done like a 12-month, I'm so fucking loyal to her. It's like the opposite of Taylor Swift. And then he just goes, actually, fuck it, I'm out. Oh, you re-signed Jeremy Grant like I wanted to. That's not enough, man. I'm out of here. It's like, What? Ah, fuck you, basically is how I'd be approaching it. Joe Cronin's like, yeah, at least it took the fucking decision out of our hands. <laughs> now I'm just going to trade the motherfucker. The thing is, like, the Heat, Brooklyn, like, Clippers, like, these are all the names that you'll keep sort of hearing floating around for Dame. He's just like, I want to play Miami. If Joe Cronin has any fucking stones, he'd be like, Dame, thank you for your service, but you've asked for the retrade. I don't fucking care where you want to go, bud. I'm going to do the best thing for this goddamn franchise. And if that's sending him, sending you to Brooklyn, 
to go play with your buddy Mikael Bridges and we get a couple of fucking draft picks back. Maybe one or two young dudes, whatever. Well, that's what I'm doing. I don't know if Joe Cronin's got the stones for that, but he fucking should. I'll tell you. All right, best and worst contract signings off the top of my head so far. The best. Look, Van Vliet, the sticker price will shock you. What was it, three years, 130 mil? Uh, but I don't mind it just because, again, young team, bring in an older veteran point guard who's won a title just to settle your shit. He's like, I'm getting paid. But the thing is, this is also Fred Van Vliet. Not exactly the most svelte of folks. Get him around that Houston barbecue. Jesus, who knows what could happen there. But still, I don't mind it. Just because from a team-building perspective, you've got an adult in the room. Uh, I think Van Vliet, with shooters around him, a bit of extra sort of fun shit there. He's going to have a good time. It's at least the thing that Houston should have been doing, and that's what they've now done. So I like that as a signing. I also fucking love just the random little one, Seth Curry going to Dallas. That was awesome. Do you think Jason Kidd will use him correctly? (laughs) That's the only problem. Seriously, just put shooters around Kyrie and Luca, and away you fucking go. This isn't rocket surgery sometimes. Let's go Seth Curry and Dallas. Gabe Vincent to the Lakers... Jesus. Uh, I'll talk about this on tomorrow's show when I do winners and losers, but one of the clear winners, and it rankles me, is this Lakers offseason where they picked up, what, Torian, the Red Bull Prince, Jackson Hayes. Unbelievable. Cam Reddish, Gabe Vincent, all of the Lakers. It's just like, come on, man. That's It feels like cheating. What are you doing? Um, Yeah, not bad. Not bad. So good job by the Lakers. I love the Gabe Vincent thing. Uh, but really, most importantly for the Lakers, they brought back Austin Reeves. So that's probably going to sit in there. And they got him at a discount. I don't know why more teams don't go. Well, well, I know why they do. But some teams should have gone, hey, Austin Reeves, here's more money than what the Lakers can pay you right now. We're just saying this to make the Lakers' lives hard. We'd also like you to play for us if you want, but here's some money. What do you reckon? He'd be like, eh, I'll wait for the Lakers to match. And they're like, that's fine. As long as we're just putting a fucking dent in the Lakers salary cap. Simple as shit as that. The problem is like Houston, San Antonio, uh, the other teams with like cap space to get to that sort of even offering the contract, it locks up your money. Uh, until like the offer sheet is signed and or you know the other team has come back and gone, nah, we're matching that. So you can see why it'd fuck with you because you just, especially with like a really shallow free agency class like this, um, why you don't want to tie up tie up your cap space? You just want to go fuck, dude. We just want to get the dudes we can get and get the fuck out of here. Like that's most of what they're about at the moment. So, but yeah, I kind of love a lot of the things the Lakers did, but. Snagging Vincent, Reddish, Hayes, and keeping Reeves. It just felt egregious. Anyway, I didn't mind Bruce Brown to Indy as well, two years 45. Oh, it's an overpay. Who cares? It's not your money. Indy are going to be unreal and crazy fun to, like next year. Trust me. They're going to be awesome. The worst, Donde Di Vincenzo. Ah, oh, Jim, it's just like basically the mid-level. Yeah, for four years, 50 mil, Donte Di Vincenzo, New York. What are you doing? 
Are you as high as Houston after giving Dylan Brooks four years and 80, which is my most hated contract maybe ever? You don't give Dylan Brooks $20 million a year. You make Dylan Brooks work for it. Dylan Brooks is a bonehead of the highest fucking order. Oh, but he plays defense pretty good. Yeah, and then has historically bad shooting numbers when it matters most after shit-talking the opposition and basically putting a giant target right over the top of your asshole that's then going to get shit-pumped by the person that Dylan Brooks shit-talked. You don't want that fucking moron on your team. Pretty simple shit. Again, not rocket surgery. If one team's like, nah, we're not bringing him back, that was fucked. If you're Houston going, here's $80 million. (laughs) What are you doing? That is insane. Jesus. And, of course, Kyrie Irving. (laughs) Speaking of which, three years, $126 million for NBA Kanye. I mean, you're going to hear it time and time again, but probably could have gotten a bit cheaper, Dallas. Like, just do the old car trick, just walk around it a couple of times, kick the tires, going, fucking, I don't know, I don't like the color that much. I don't like the interiors. Is this the only model you got? Like, just the showroom one? I don't like these rims. Oh, it's not that comfortable to drive, is it? <laughs> just see if you can get it down to three years, 115. Like, I, I don't know. Jesus. Three years, 126 is. Fucked. But good job, Dallas. You kept him. Uh, I think I tweeted out, what's the over-under for games that Kyrie Irving plays in the length of his contract for the Dallas Mavericks? I think I put it about 80.5. That sort of gives you maybe this year, he tweaks a hammy, only plays 40 games, gets halfway through next year, and then just goes, oh, nah, I'm out of here. Luca's, Luca has the ball too much. It's like, it's because he's fucking awesome. And you're a dipshit. <laughs> Simple. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's not great. Not great. I also liked a couple of the Phoenix moves. I didn't like them going, Drew Eubanks, yes, over Jock Landale, which is just dumb. Uh, Rusty Westbrook at two years, $8 million. That's pretty funny because D'Lo getting two years, $37 million just feels like highway robbery. Like, seriously, should do you think Jeannie Buss got hacked again? Like, that's... Or, more importantly, this is D'Angelo Russell we're talking about. There is... How much of a chance do you think that he has photos that would be somewhat incriminating of someone that might work in the Lakers organization? Because that's a lot of money. And uh, Jeannie Buss does get hacked a lot, just saying. All right, some really quick, yeah, Nas. Um, in terms of the Aussies, how do they all fit? Do we like Patty in Houston, Jim? Yeah, nah. Uh, nah, I just, I can't, I can't do the Patty Houston vibe between Jalen Green, Fred Van Vliet, the Soup Nazi. Oh, God. Like, he'd have Jock there. You'd love that. That would be fucking perfect. I just hate that guard rotation in Houston with a passion. And I much prefer him in Memphis. So 
Does he work better in Memphis? Yeah, nah, fuck yeah. Him and Pat, like Stephen Adams, bro. Oh, bro, hey, Patty, I've put on a bit of a sprint uh, over at the house, see? So uh, I have a couple of very nice hungies there for you, man. Uh, you and the missus are very much and cordially invited to around my abode, so please come whenever you want. Uh, I still imagine that Stephen Adams just lives in the Bass Pro Fishing Pyramid. If you haven't seen the Bass Pro, Pro Fishing Shop Pyramid in Memphis, Google it. I'm not shitting you. It's fucking amazing. Uh, but yeah, I love Jock. Do we love Jock in Houston? Yeah, nah, yeah, we do. Because in terms of like teams with like wildly thin big man rotations where he's walking into minutes, love it. You're not going to find actually too many spots uh, in the NBA with such a wide open uh, position there for Jock behind, you know, the incumbent like Shangoon. Phoenix, ironically, was probably it, but here we are. Fucking Drew Banks. Uh, Florida Joe, do you like that one for Orlando or for Joe Moore? Yeah, nah. Yeah, I love it for Orlando. Uh, get the headiness of Jingle and Joe Ingles in there. Get some uh, get some jing- congratulations, you old motherfuckers who just got jingled. I love that. And I also love it for Joe. Like, just get paid. Keep getting paid. I love this. For a dude, like who went through so many up and ups and downs to actually make the NBA to stick around, do the ACL. Like let's fucking go on your Joe. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if eventually he sort of goes, all right, yeah, cool. Can I go back and play for like, I don't know fucking who's going to be contending next year. He's like, oh, I'll just glom on with Denver or Boston or Milwaukee again <clears throat> and go from there. But for the meantime, look, Orlando sort of tend to do that, but then they don't do too much with those uh, veterans. Right? Gary Harris is still on the fucking magic. You know, T-Ross was still there until like last year and then ended up in Phoenix and went, oh, he sucks. Anyway, uh, is Jack White and Giddy the new pairing of the White Mambas? Yeah, nah, yes. I fucking love them together in OKC. Just, if if nothing else, it just gives Giddy a mate to go to the pub with. <laughs> it's like, Jack, what are you doing tonight? Oh, not much, Josh. Oh, you want to go to the pub? Yeah, fuck yeah, man. Let's do it. I love that. And Dante. Look, Dante, Dante, Dante. Do you reckon he gets it, makes a bit of an impact this year? Yeah, nah. I think we'll be a bit surprised by how good he is this year. I think a couple of years in the Euro League, uh, just, but more importantly, just being and staying healthy. For a couple of years will be massive for Dante. Is he like 28? He's going to be awesome. So as long as he gets through the World Cup unscathed, touch wood, bonk, bonk, uh, he should be right. And I love it. All right, that's it for today. We will do a full... Jesus, that was loud. Uh, we'll do a full free agency breakdown on Monday, a.k.a. probably today because uh, it's already fucking late here. So, yeah, we'll have another show up very very soon but this is just the Aussie free agency bonanza and a couple of other little thoughts and that's it so look forward to that where we go through all the rest of it we'll do the winners and losers of free agency and shit like that it's been a weird one because obviously most of the folks sort of went back right like Kyrie Middleton Kuzma Cam Johnson Draymond Jeremy Jeremiah even like Rusty and D'Lo and shit Brooke Lopez stayed Reeves stayed Teenage Mutant Yucca Pirtle stayed We'll break all that down tomorrow. We'll talk about all the trades and stuff that popped off as well, like Joe Harris to Detroit, Monty Morris to Detroit, 
Oladipo to OKC. Obi Toppin to Indy. I fucking hated that. What are the Knicks doing? They are throwing shit against the wall unless something big's about to happen. Carl Anthony Towns, question mark. Anyway, right, that's it. So we'll be back tomorrow and we'll break down all of the free agency gear that you need. Uh, so in the meantime, make sure you're following NBA Australia on Twitter, Face IG. It's been a fun couple of days. I'll tell you that much. And uh, NFL Australia with myself and Gaz and Code Bet Daily. I'm on that every single day because it's daily and I'm the editor of it. Uh, NBAstraight.com slash shop. Get your merch, get a hoodie, get a t-shirt. Support your mate Jim, please. God damn it. i got to pay for these fucking renos somehow. Uh, check us a rating review on your podcast app, though. That does also fucking really help. Rate, review it, star it, all that good shit. If you haven't commented, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, big thanks always go to From Oslo for the intro and outro song, and so too to House Hats, Joshua Delarandis, Fascinated, Goldmines, Ramshackle Army, Iowa, Sex Shadow, Green, 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 and Dozers for all the tunes you hear throughout the show. Smash them all on Bandcamp, Triple J, and Earth, Face, Apple Music, Spotify. Remember, NBA Australia supports Australian bands. And that is it. Uh, no skit today. I'll just piss off. We'll have a uh, deli review on tomorrow's show. All right. Speak to you then, you dickheads. This is NBA Australia saying, how good is this? All the Aussies. Just getting around them. Love it. This is NBA Australia saying, look after yourselves, would you? And later, Hosen. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. I, I, I just don't know.